All right, so normally when we start these podcasts, we play our little jingle at the first. Kind of gets you gets you vibing, gets the beat going, Sets gets everyone excited. You get to say, you know, hello and welcome to the Post Post Podcast. You know, you get you get pumped up. It's a tradition. Yep. Uh, this will be the first podcast where we don't do that. Um, I don't know how much we're going to get into this because just for what it is, it, it's kind of a... It's one of those topics that I think needs to be talked about, but it's kind of uncomfortable to talk about. And us being a couple of white dudes from Maritimes in Canada, we have a pretty low kind of say in all of this. Like, yeah, we don't really live in an area. Number one, because we're Canadian, there's not mm-hmm. just statistically there's, there's not just, as much not as much crime here. Yeah, and specifically gun crime, but also because yeah, there's just I mean, it's like, not saying that the issues aren't in Canada because obviously they are. They're just not to the extent. That they are in the United States right now. So That's correct. It's a little bit different for us. You know, we follow it. We don't follow it heavily, but it is important. Um, but I figured, I said to Neil before we did our live stream yesterday, I said we should probably do a cold open on the podcast and just kind of talk about what, what we think. Um, not that what we think really matters. Um, this yeah. is so polarized that we're either going to have a lot of people agreeing with us or we're going to have a lot of people really not liking us. So mm-hmm. I told Neil we kind of got to be careful what we say, but at the same time, I think it's, you know, it's 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 a discussion for a reason. Um, I think Anson Carter said, you know, it's it's okay to speak up and it's okay to be wrong. Like if you learn, if you have an opinion on something, you say it, and then you get more information on that opinion you had, and you change your opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. I think what I'm about to say, just very quickly, is the exact same thing that will be said at the end of the conversation. The fact that we're having this conversation is what is important. Yes. So conversations like these that need to happen, not just with us, not just with Canadians, not just with Americans, but all over the world. Right. And I'll tell you one of the things I have the biggest issues with from an outsider looking in is people saying that this is being politicized. Like, don't politicize this. Don't politicize like this. This issue is not a political issue to me. Like people are, are saying it's a political issue. Like. And then, and then in the states they'll bring up, oh well, you're talking, you you want everyone to vote, you know, blue in the next election, or you you want this, or you want Biden this, and like, this is not a political issue, like, this is people asking for people to be treated equally. Yes, I'm sure there are some politicians who are using examples like this, or could. In oh, the it's future. it's it's more than just politicians. Like, there's lots of people that have agendas that will use whatever they can to push that, and it's exactly. on us as a an audience or as people to research enough of our own to find out what the actual facts of a situation are like don't just go by what your facebook feed your twitter feed like you actually like it sucks but today's information is totally propaganda based where there's people in the background pushing their agenda always a hundred percent so you have to you have to do a little bit of work to find out what the actual issues are yeah totally and if you look at the actual issues this is not a political issue in the grand scheme of things, this is people asking for all people to be treated equally. And if anyone has like who there's people that will argue that this is a citizen issue. Like, why do you not want people to be treated equally? Yeah. Is the question. And for the record, Jason, and I have not had this conversation. No, probably we have specifically basically not talked about this. We had people in the live stream that were going to ask us or they did ask us. And we said before the live stream that we weren't going to talk about it. Yep. Well, we're sorry. We're filming this on a Saturday. I said last night, I meant Friday. Yeah. So this is Saturday as we're filming it. You'll see it on Sunday. Neil's Neil's been moving and things have been busy. So we're doing this a little bit early like we did last week. Um. So then that's the that's the first issue I have is people saying that this is a political issue. And, and I just don't see it that way. I can see how people can construe it to be that. But at its heart, 
That's not what this is. This mm. is people just saying that regardless of what your deal is, you should be treated equally. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can disagree with that. I don't know how you can want one part of the civilian base to be treated one way than over another. Like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, if you have a good argument for that, I'll listen to it. But I just, I can't see how you can rationalize that. Right. We didn't actually say what we're talking about, but. We're talking about the protests, obviously. The protests, the The boycotts. Yes. The wildcat strike, some people have called it, which technically they are. If you refuse to work and you're in a union, it's a, it's a wildcat strike. It's right. not a boycott. But, you know, that's whatever. Um, the other kind of issue I had on this is is why they're making all the big fuss over it on the, the, the most recent incident, which was the Jacob Blake dude, because they're saying, you know, he had a warrant out for his arrest and stuff like that. This wasn't the most honorable dude to go after. And you know what? I agree with that. This guy... From what I've heard, he doesn't sound like the greatest dude. Like, he's wanted on um, sexual felony charges, I believe it was. Uh, he was accused accused of. Like, this isn't proven in court. This is what mm. was accused. He was accused of breaking into some woman's house at 6 o'clock in the morning and doing stuff to her. Yeah. With I mean, his hands. He's accused of multiple things. So, okay. So, that's um, so I will say right, right now, like, this dude, you know what? Not a good dude. That's fine. Whatever. I showed Neil, I sent Neil the link of the video of him getting shot seven times. Because I had not seen it at that point. And to me, it doesn't really matter what your deal is. Like, I guess at, at some point, maybe it does. But this was a guy that they tased twice and mm-hmm. he just shook it off like crazy. Like, I don't know how you can get tased twice and not be he really affected by it. Drugs maybe or something. Um, he was called, they were called to a domestic uh, disturbance from what I understand. And apparently he wants to see his kids or take his kids or like he's obviously with the, the woman of the, the mother of his children. They're not together. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so the police are having that issue with him and there's two people filming it. And after he gets tased the second time, he just gets up and walks around in front of his car and it just starts getting into his car. And that's when the cop grabs him by the back of the shirt and shoots him seven times. And I said to Neil, I said, I don't know why you got to shoot a guy seven times, mm-hmm. one or two. And it would have been over. I have two issues with this entire situation. That's one of them. Okay, what's the other one? The other one was, and I think I may have actually said this to you uh, in chat when we originally just talked about talking about it, is there was an opportunity to take a different action. There was an opportunity to prevent him going to his truck. I would have liked to see a tackle, hit him with a baton, do whatever you can to prevent him from getting into his truck. Because when he gets into that vehicle, you know that you have... You're yeah. allowed or legal action. You can take legal action to shoot someone because you're a police, because he's reaching, because whatever. It's almost like they were waiting for him to do it so they could shoot him. Tackle him. Like, yeah, like, the cop was following him around the car the whole time with his gun drawn. Just behind following him. him. Like, all you ha- like, he was unarmed at the time. Apparently, they say he had a knife in his car. He wasn't reaching for the knife. He was just getting into his car. And even if he was reaching for the knife, you don't got to shoot him seven times. Shh. Yeah, and like, if you're going to shoot him, shoot him in the leg, shoot him in the butt. You don't need to to rock seven shots right. into like. But this is just one example of the many, 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 many examples of what's going on. And to me, this was just the final straw for these players, specifically the NBA players, to take action. So they didn't do it just because of this guy, which a lot of people mm-hmm. seem to be hooked on. They did it for all of the things leading up until now. And 
they've done a couple things before, like kneeling or not going over anthems or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just, that's not getting the message across. So this is the next step. And that's what they decided to do. And then my third issue, it's not really an issue. I guess it's just a observation is people saying like, this isn't going to accomplish anything. What's the point of canceling my games for two days when you're just going to start playing it on Saturday and nothing's going to get accomplished. Right. And I don't, I, you know, I'll agree with you on that. Like, I understand sure, that. the games aren't going to change anything. Like, this is not a quick issue. Like, this is going to take 30, 40, 50, 100 years to fix. Unfortunately, you're like, right. This is, like, but this it, has, is, it has to start somewhere, this right? This is a generational That's right. thing. But stuff has happened because of this. Correct. So and stuff will continue to happen. That's right. Of this. So, like, the biggest thing here is the NBA players, obviously. Like, they started this. They are driving it. Mm. Um, other leagues have kind of followed suit kind of because they felt like they had to whether or not that's a good thing I don't know like some people are saying well the players should have like a lot of people are really mad that the players played on Wednesday night I believe like they said right. shouldn't have gone out there like I don't know if I agree with that like the players are going to do what they they want to do and if they feel that like, this is what they need to do then I support right. that and at least one of the three games I believe they didn't even know what was going on until like off the ice from that, yeah that it first was too game. close to the start of it or whatever and know. the the recent shutting down of games Friday night and or Thursday and Friday that was led by the players yes not by the league not by the teams the team supported the players decision but it was the players who started it um so I don't like it this isn't an it like I don't care that they delayed um their decision like it like you don't need to be first to the race to, that's to what be I mean like race. why like why do you get mad over it I I don't get it like, just, there's a lot of people that are super, super, like, if you read Twitter and stuff like that, or even Discord, mm -hmm. there's people that are, like, extremely upset that you are you have to wait another two days to watch that game when you just waited four months yeah, for these games to I come know. back. Like, what's two more days? It's so insignificant. Like, even if this does nothing, at least they're trying to do something. Right. Like, that's the way I look at it. Like, maybe this doesn't change a whole lot, but at least they're trying to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And the players that you cheer for, they're the ones that made the, de made the decision not to play. That's right. So you can't be mad at the players. You can't be mad at the league. Like, like there are people mad at the players, though. Like, just accept it. Like you get people Don't online saying, "Like I'm no longer watching this team anymore because of their whatever." Like, see ya. Like I said, they're 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 just asking for equality. Yeah. Like <laughs> and I don't I don't understand like that. For the record, the main issues that I have with the whole incident, the not tackling the seven shots, regardless if he was black or not, mm -hmm. that's still an issue. When has it become? Wait, like, what, at what point did it become so easy to shoot someone, mm -hmm. regardless of skin color? Like, that's not okay. Like, I was talking to Neil before the live stream on Friday, and I, and you know, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Fracton, where we live, had a really bad shooting. They did. Um, some place, uh, actually, it was like literally 10 minutes down the road from me, not even. Not even, yeah. Uh, there was a guy that was held up in like these kind of apartment complexes, and he shot two people out of his window on the second floor, which is like unheard of for this area. There's like no crime in Fracton. It's like all petty stuff. Yeah. So um, two police officers went to the scene and he shot both of them as well and they all died. So he killed four people. So as expected, they, you know, the, they send the force en masse to this place and they arrest the guy without injury. Yeah. They, they didn't shoot they him. Didn't shoot they him. didn't beat him. They arrested mm -hmm. him and he killed two civilians and two of their fellow officers. Yep. And I said that would not happen if this was the United States of America. That's not the only incident either. No, there's been plenty. In Moncton, Jeremy Bork. That's right. The RCMP shooter. Yep. He killed uh, multiple cops. One that I actually knew personally. He, when I was a president of the youth center. Justin Bork. Nope. Was Jeremy Bork? His name was Justin Bork for some reason. Uh, maybe it's, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Uh, I was the president of the youth center in the the, the um, hometown, my hometown, and uh, he would come and just like kind of hang out with us because mm-hmm. we would get some misfits there and stuff, and we had to kind of like guide them back, whatever. And he would come, and I'd introduce him, and he'd try and mentor them and stuff. We played Halo together, the Xbox, and all this stuff. So there's some ha- there have been some big shootings in specifically Atlanta, Canada, and even the one in Nova Scotia that just happened. Mm-hmm. But in two of the three incidences. They arrested the the perp after after they killed someone, after he killed cops, after he killed cops and took them in. So there's a, I'm not saying that we're not saying Canada is better than the no, United States. No, absolutely not. It's just things are handled differently, and 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 obviously there's bad cops and good cops. Absolutely, and, and obviously there's more good cops than bad cops. And like any job out there, there's a couple bad apples that ruin the entire industry or that job for everyone else. Like you can you can look at. Say like, you know, your postal people or your UPS guys and have one bad delivery and automatically that company sucks for you because that one guy screwed up. And it's just like in hockey, like there's going to be a Matt Cook who does something stupid or a Marty McSorley who hits mm-hmm. someone in the head with a stick. Like not all hockey players are these players. Right. There's always going to be a select person or people who make others look bad because mm-hmm. they share the same job or they share, you know, whatever. So it's... I, I feel bad for a lot of people in the United States and Canada and the rest of the world, obviously, because mm-hmm. of race. And I'm just I'm I'm emotionally exhausted that yep. this is happening still. And I'm white. Yeah, I can't imagine how someone of another race feels um, like I can't imagine having like a son and a daughter and then having to teach them of what how to behave if a cop pulls them over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, seriously, that's a really like, good. These point. are the things you need to make sure you do. Like white people, I don't think have that conversation with their kids in the United mm-hmm. States. I don't think so. Like, did you, ha- did you have that conversation? <laughs> no, I didn't either. Like it's like we're not we're not taking a stance. I don't think other than saying that you should we should be doing what we can to increase the fairness that everyone gets treated equally. Everyone should be treated equally. Yes. Like, how is that so hard? Like, I, I just don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. Like, I'm sure these police people see like lots of crap, like in certain demographics, they have stats on and have more crime. And you know what? That's true. Mm -hmm. But that's also what people are trying to change too, is trying to improve the conditions that people are raised in and improve the conditions people are living in and, you know, reducing drugs and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's a huge issue. This is a societal issue. This isn't a sports issue. Like, I didn't even want to talk about this when this first started going down this week. And it's I a said, sensitive topic. I said to Neil, I said, oh, hopefully this doesn't, you know, whatever. And then as soon as the NBA did what they did and the and NHL did, I said, you know, we, we're going to have to talk yeah. about it. So, like, this is a race issue, but it's also, like Jason said, it's a person-to-person issue. It's uh, treating people with respect. I sent Jason a video. I don't know if you watched it or not, but it was of a white man running from the police. Mm-hmm. And, like, six cops, I think, that they sh- like, 24 shots hit, like, hit him and he killed. Like... This is happening to not just black people. I'm not saying that, that the incident that happened wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't racist or whatever. I'm just saying that there's a race issue and there's also a personal kindness issue. Like, you don't need to shoot someone 24 times regardless of what, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what color the skin is at, at that point. Like, why are we shooting people 24 times? And today, like, <laughs> what? The, um, I think it's I don't know what the acronym is. It's the it's the it's the it's the police association. It's the Las Vegas Police Department's police association. So their union, 
mm-hmm. issued a statement to the team saying they were disappointed that they were jumping on the bandwagon of not supporting cops until all the facts are out. And in the statement, he had, what if he was reaching for a gun? What if this? What if that? So he, that that's so stupid to me because it's not a what if situation. Like the facts are the facts. Like, like Neil said, you could have tackled him. There was plenty of cops standing around. They all could have tackled him and, and, and arrested him. I just keep going back to that. Like literally, there was a warrant out for his arrest. You could have tackled him and put the handcuffs on him and took him away. Yeah. And if you can't tackle him, and there's like four of you there. I actually, how many how many cops were there? I don't even know. I don't know. You can't, can't tell from the video. I can't remember. There's at least two. I know that. Oh, there's at least more than two, I think. If we'll say there's three or four. If there's more, if you, if you can't tackle one guy and keep him down with tasers and batons and everything, mm-hmm. and you're just allowing him to walk back to his vehicle, it shouldn't be police. Yeah. It shouldn't be police. And, and you, like I said, you don't have to shoot him seven times. Yeah. Like seven is excessive force to me anyway. I don't know. That's, that's excessive to me too. But I mean... We are Canadian, so we're not used to that at all. There is not gun crime here. At I all. mean, there is in like, the big cities, but it's not—it's not like down in the states. It's when just, is the last time that you heard of a cop shooting um, a civilian, criminal or not, in Canada, causing that caused a death that was unjustified? I don't know. I think there was one in Toronto a couple of years ago, and other than that, I don't think there's been any. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I think it was the, I got some guy in a bus maybe in Toronto, and I think he had a knife. He was holding people hostage. I can't. I can't really remember. Maybe I shouldn't even talk about it. But mm-hmm. um, it like again, I'm not saying Canada is better. I'm just saying that we're not used to it. Like, and we understand the other side of the story. We're not saying that we're right. We're just basing like our opinions are based on our experience, based on life. Like yeah, like it and like like part of part of what they're trying to do is to get more people chances to vote and stuff like that. And and again, I don't see how that's seen as political because they're not telling them to vote a specific way. They're just saying that, you know, we live in a democracy, which is what the United States is, you know, land of the free. Right. They're giving an opportunity for more people to have their voice heard. And I don't like, why would you be against that? Unless you live in a state where you, if you think you give more people, chances to vote your guy won't get in mm. and that's that's you being political not the situation being political because i mean the system is set up the way it's set up like everyone like it's crazy how like you'll hear of like polling stations down there and stuff get either closed or they'll have minimal staff or like huge like five hour waits like right up here on voting day you go in you vote it takes like 10 minutes and then you leave yeah pretty much <laughs> it's like we it's live really smooth. like we live in a City of how many people are here? Like sixty thousand uh, people, seventy thousand people. I think it's like eighty-one thousand now, or something like that. But there is so many places to go and vote based on where you live. Like we vote two minutes up the road. If you live down at the end of the street, you vote at the end of the street. Like there are so many places yeah. to vote. And Churches, town halls, like it's just and and a lot of times you just walk in, vote, and walk out. I've done that the last last time I, I did. Like I there's there's in, minimal lines. Sometimes there's no lines. Now there is a population difference, obviously, between America. Yes, there's thirty-five million people in Canada, and there's three hundred fifty million. That's right, in the United States. There's more people who living in California than there is in the entire that's right. country of Canada. But but that's more reason why they should have more elect- or polling stations available. More people, more buildings. That's right. More opportunity to open polling stations. That's right. So that, that's actually kind of a good segue into some arena stuff. Okay. So the NBA, um, they released a joint statement. And I actually didn't know this until today. Um, and they outlined three things they wanted to happen for them to return to play today on Saturday or yesterday for when you're listening to this. I won't get into the first two, but the second one, this is what it says. And it says, every city where the league franchise owns and controls their arena property, 
team governors will continue to work with local election officials to convert the facility into a voting location for the 2020 general election. This is a good change because these mm-hmm. are massive buildings that can hold lots of people. Um, COVID is going to make things a little bit different, difficult to vote, especially if you're, like, you can't have those big, huge lines and have mm-hmm. hours of waiting with COVID going on. So this is a good move. And this has to do with, there was a lot of polling stations being shut down in like minority mm-hmm. areas and stuff. And that is one of the big concerns here. So even though this is politically related because it's an election, it's also had to do with race as well because of some polling stations that were mm-hmm. shut down in minority areas. Um, what else was I going to say? I don't remember. I'll think of it. You keep going. Sorry, I, I mean, interrupted you. <laughs> so there's three there's three arenas that I know of for sure that are like NBA and NHL actually share a lot of arenas together. So right. I assume those ones that the NBA have on board will be included in this list. I just don't know. Mm. But specifically, um, the American Airlines Center in Dallas is going to do it. Uh, Madison Square Garden in New York is going to do it. And the Gila River Arena in Glendale is going to do it. Mm. Plus the NBA arenas that own their arenas there, or the people who own the teams who own their arenas. And I'm sure there's going to be more to come in the next couple of days. And um, another note I wrote down here is that apparently it's being reported today that the Dallas Stars lost some big clients because Sagan and Dickinson took a knee during the anthem. Yeah. Whether those big clients are corporate box holders or sponsors, I don't know. Curious to know who they are. It's some, there's big money that are un- unhappy with people showing these things. And again, that's like, why? comes back to political. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's, I just don't get it. So anyway, that's that's really all I want to say on it. Well, there like there is, uh, I can't remember. Maybe it was Anthony Stewart. It was either Anthony Stewart or Anson Carter made the point where, you know, they're, they're taking a break and nothing's like, that's not really going to solve anything, but it's going to generate conversation. And it's going to, like that conversation has already led to some things. Like an idea was to promote, um, minorities and indigenous and whatever hockey programs to get those mm-hmm. those races you know interest in hockey and playing hockey so in the next generation moving up the nhl is filled with not just white guys or you know canadian like like white canadians or white americans or white europeans like we we do have some some black players obviously pk suban evander kane ryan reeves like we have some but look at the nba like it's such a difference between like Hockey is a primarily white sport. Yep. NBA is. It's expensive a, to get into. And it's expensive to get into. And some of the families who have, who have, you know, immigrated to America or the, or Canada, it's tough financially. So to have those programs in place for these people or for these kids coming up, I think that's a great idea. I think that's fantastic. So uh, just conversations like this kind of generate those ideas that may not fix anything right now, but fix something for the future. And just broadly, 2020 is a terrible year. Yes. Like, this is the worst year. <laughs> Literally. Not like worst. for me personally, but just for the world since I've been alive. It's terrible. However, in 2030, we're going to look back on 2020, and a lot of things in 2030 will be really good or at least very improved because of what happened in 2020. Our lives in 2030 will be much better. <laughs> Then if COVID didn't happen and all these protests didn't happen, like, yeah, 2020 sucks. There's a lot of crap going on, but it's, it's going to fix a lot of things for the mm-hmm. future, medically, socially. Uh, so in 10 years, we're going to look back on this year and think, yeah, that was a crappy year, but we're also going to be, I think, I mean, this is my personal opinion. I think we're kind of going to be thankful that some of this stuff happened to propel us 
in a better direction for the future. So a little trying to be a little mm. positive spin on 2020. Like a, <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of times solutions come from reactions to events, like not. Yeah. I not mean, preventative stuff. So like something happens and then you address it and then you fix it going forward. War. Yeah. Potentially the, the most terrible thing that the human race has ever been involved with. But look at all the positive things that have come out of war with medicine, technology, uh, like transportation. All the stuff was generated from war, which is a terrible thing. So there is good that comes from bad. Now we have submarines that can wipe out the entire Earth. <laughs> of course, it comes back to submarines. <laughs> I was watching a submarine documentary last night, actually. And there's like a new class of United States submarine being built right now. Really? Coming out for the 20, 2030, I think, is when it's supposed to come out. Heck yeah. Did you watch the Smarter Everyday video of uh, Destin going into the submarine? Nope. Oh, he's doing a whole series on it. Is it the one where he starts in the, in the Arctic or whatever? And uh, gets on? Yes. Okay, I he, did see that. Do, but he's doing sec- other sections. He uh, went inside of a torpedo tube and crawled to the other end. Really? The end, and he signed his name on the I wouldn't do that. that would, I'd be claustrophobic of that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty tight. Uh, but uh, it's a good su- submarine talk. You, sh- you should watch it, though. I love submarines. Jason loves submarines. Are you good with this? I'm good. Okay. All right, with that done, hello and welcome <laughs> to the Post Post Podcast, episode 114 for August 30th, aka August 29th, because that's when we're doing it, 2020, Jason Neal. We probably should have introduced ourselves in that last... You know what? Names aren't required for no. a conversation like that. And chances are, if, you know, if you're watching this, you know who we are. Mm-hmm. Listening to this, you know who we are anyway. <laughs> All right, so we got a couple things here. Um, Some actual hockey. Yeah, um, obviously, we got series going on right now. Some earlier today on the Saturday and then more tonight. Um, but we have some news from this week, and uh, I'll get into that. And these are kind of in order how they happened because I just added stuff to the pad. Yeah, and Jason did all these notes. I was absolutely I was a failure of a partner here for this podcast this week. Uh, Jason is you are the king this week. Thank I you. Mi- I missed um, the last three days of work on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So Wednesday and Thursday I had like a cold, and Thursday and Friday I had a different incident. Uh, if you're on the live stream, you kind of heard about that. I'm not going to get into that right now. So let's just say I had three days of recuperation so i i don't have a lot of notes so this is going to be a little bit like i know we talked quite a bit earlier on the in the first opening segment here but um, this is going to be pretty short and neil's moving and he's busy and so that's fine we're, we're okay with having a little bit shorter podcast this week can i tell you the the actual reason why i didn't want to film tomorrow because i didn't tell you i just said i was busy right yeah i'm going to get two cats you're getting two cats tomorrow two cats did tomorrow. you figure out the names yet yeah two kittens okay so we got goose greta greta and goose greta and goose <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Man, Greta's amazing. Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> You're gonna have to send me some pictures of them. Maybe I can like put them on the video. Oh, I can definitely send you pictures. Okay. Yeah, I already have some. I knew them. one was Goose, and then he was having a hard time. See, I wanted. To, I think I wanted a G name. I was thinking about Dax. I know you were thinking one. about Dax. I actually like Dax a Dax lot. Dax is a pro name. I was thinking about Reese. Uh, Nugget. Some people were saying Maverick, but that's not really a female name because Niels is yeah, the female. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pickles was a strong contender. Pickles was a good one. Pickles, I like Pickles. and Goose. Pickles I, that and was goose. a pretty good combo. And <laughs> iron- ironically, the new place that I moved into smells like Pickles. You're freaking right it does. But uh, anyways, I wanted a G name because I like Goose. That Goose was a, that Goose is happening. Goose was instant. Uh, and that's a boy. And uh, the other one is a girl. So I was like, G, Gina, Georgia, Greta. <laughs> 
Greta's an amazing name for a cat. It's like, oh man, when's the last time you saw a cat named Greta? Never. Exactly. Greta and Goose. All right. So yeah, that's intense. That's why I'm not going to be. That's why we're filming tonight, not tomorrow, because I'm going to get them uh, midday, which is usually when we film. So are they local or you got to go? Uh, a they bit? are past Woodstock. Ooh, a little bit of a drive. Yeah. All right. All right. So with Greta. <laughs> And goose out of the way. And yes, I will be making a video on the production channel introducing them. <laughs> Man, that'll probably be a highly viewed video. It probably will. <laughs> All right. So the first week we had the Capitals fire head coach Todd Reardon. Are you surprised by this? No, I'm not either. Two years. That's all he lasted. They wouldn't pay. They wouldn't pay Barry Trotz. So they brought they right. up, they upgraded Todd Reardon, and he didn't get the job done. Two first round exits, and they said see ya. So the next ho- coach they hire will be the seventh coach Alex Ovechkin has had on that team. Coming into the final year of his contract, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's the final year. I have no idea. It, anyways, it's close. I wonder if Ovechkin resigns in Washington. I don't think... You know where he... Listen, I don't want to start any rumors. There's do been a know, lot of rumors today. Do you know where his favorite place to play is? Was, don't say Montreal. He loves Montreal. There's no way. He loves Montreal. He's been on record saying multiple times that he loves playing in Montreal. There's no way. I'm just saying. That'd be... August 29th, 2020. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'd, it was the right decision. I would have done the same thing. They should have... Paid him. They should have paid the man. Pay, pay Barry. Brent's brother. Yep. Like, just... How do you not pay him? He wanted to see one who was Stanley Cup. Ovechkin... And Barry had a really good relationship. Yeah. Pay him. Why would he not pay him? Like, why would you not pay a man that gives you a cup? And it's not like it's a fluke. It's not like someone coming in, you know, they give you a cup. I mean, look what he's doing with the Islanders right now. Exactly. He's a good coach. This is a proven good coach. Yep. He's one of the most winningest coaches in the past 20 years. So I have a fun fact here about Reardon. That's how you pronounce the name? Uh, Reardon? I don't know. What? Is it Reardon? Oh, Todd Reardon. Yeah. So he, of of the coaches they've hired... In the Alex Ovechkin area, he is one of five that this was their first time being a head coach. Wow. So I'm seeing a pattern here. Bit of a pattern. I, I They they like the cheap, inexperienced guy, and it's not working out for them. I like Barry Trotz is such a a no nonsense coach. Yep. Like he's not he gets emotional, but not to the level where he's like in players' faces and stuff. He's I from what I've heard and from what I've seen on tv and whatever and read he's intense but he's not like he'll convey himself and be he'll look angry but he won't be disrespectful where some coaches are i think players really like barry trotz even though he's a bit hard on them um and i think ovechkin missed it a little bit he was the only coach they hired that had previous experience and the only coach to get them past the second round in the playoffs that's unbelievable so i mean if you like analytics (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty strong analytics right here. So Brian McClellan, who is the general manager of the team, says, I think we need an experienced coach. That was literally a direct quote really? from him. <laughs> oh, we have an experienced group of, of players, and we need someone to come in and push some buttons on some players. So I do not expect Who's their up? next hire to be a nobody or an assistant. Right. I expect this to be someone that we all know of already. Okay, so who's out there? There's a lot of people out there right now. There's Mike Babcock. I can't see Mike Babcock coming in. This, this it's too soon. I feel like it's too soon for Mike Babcock. If I was Mike Babcock, I wouldn't jump into anything. I he's mean, Toronto. He's getting paid by Toronto. Exactly, you're getting paid just, mega by Toronto. Just, man, just chill. Who else is out there? We got 
Uh, Gerard Gallant. My boy. Um, I want him to hold off. I He should hold off. He I needs to get someplace better. Seattle. Epic. Can you imagine being the main coach of two, two expansion. expansion teams? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, who's... I can't think of anyone on top of that. I can't either. I'm still not fully recovered. If you see me in the live stream yesterday, I was like low keyed, had bloodshot eyes. Yeah, you, you look like you were into some stuff. Do you know what time I woke up today? Two thirty four in the afternoon. What time did you go to bed? Um, not late. Twelve thirty. I went to bed around twelve thirty as well. Guess what time I woke up on my own? Really? Seven twelve. Oh uh, no! See, yeah. I was like. Nine hours behind you or whatever. My my new bedroom has a lot of windows with a lot of light, uh-huh. which I'm not used to. <laughs> so no no curtains up or anything yet. There is curtains there, oh, but it's still super still too bright. Much. You're, you're gonna have to upgrade those curtains. I know. From uncommon quality to rare quality, <laughs> we need some rare quality curtains in that room. Um, I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say before that, but I had something to say. What were we talking about? Uh, coaches, Those, coaches. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I'm gonna move on because I can't think right now. Oh, we're talking about my condition. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so after that, we had a trade. A big we, we, I mean, the, hockey's going on. So I'm not really like my mind's just not thinking about teams that are out or yep. movements or anything like this. And all of a sudden on Twitter, there's a trade. I see a trade. I'm like, uh, hmm. this is one of these these fake accounts that have <laughs> yeah. like popped up and someone thinks it's real. It's real. <laughs> it was real. Captain. So a six, a six player deal. Yeah, it's not like it was a small thing. It was a big deal yeah. with the significant players. So Kasperi Kapanen is obviously the big piece for Toronto. He's he's a pretty good player. He's a really hard worker. He's he's like one of their few players that actually goes in the corners and fights for the puck. Yeah, so true. we'll see how that turns out. Uh, they gave up Jesper Lindgren and Pontus Aberg. Apologize if I'm saying those wrong. Um, the Penguins gave up their their first round pick. In 2020, which is the 15th overall. So the Leafs now have a first-round pick in this draft. They didn't have one before. Now mm-hmm. they do. Um, they gave up Evan Rodriguez, Philip Hallander, and David Warsofsky. And I don't know who it was. I should have wrote this down. Um, the Leafs have experience with one of these players before. It might have been David Warsofsky. I can't remember. Um, so they know. They kind of know what they're getting. Okay. They've, they've seen him when he was younger, so they're okay with that. And uh, Kapanen's... Cap it was three point two million, so obviously it gives them a little bit of wiggle room to do some more trades um, this off season. I mean, they also shed some other salary with um, Pontus Aberg or Aberg. I my first is he worth the first? I don't think so. I think the Penguins have had Cap in before. Really? Do they, they draft him? I don't know. There's some. They knew what they were getting in this. I, I know that for sure. Like I'm a hundred percent positive that Pittsburgh knows the deal, Captain, and not just from afar. Like they've, I think they've had them in his or, in, in his organization. Are you thinking of Darius Kasparitis? No, I'm definitely not. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't do a podcast three days after being sick for three days. <laughs> and I have not been on social media for like the past four days, so yeah. I'm not well educated this has been a weird week it has been a very strange very very strange week yeah i just don't think it's worth i just don't think it's worth a a first overall toronto gets to shed the the cap and they get like this is a deep draft he's a he's a good worker like he'll he is he'll work i think he'll be very complimentary yes he'll be in pittsburgh yes he's definitely he'll be on the top six in pittsburgh for sure yep um 
I think Pittsburgh's way of thinking is if we've got Crosby and Malkin, we got to go for it while we still have them. I guess, but what happens when they're gone and you've just traded around a first pick? Like that's. I think, I think that doesn't matter. They'll 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 go over that bridge when they get there. I don't, I don't like this trade for Pittsburgh. I don't like it. I think this was a good trade by Toronto. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's my final verdict. Uh, our boy John Tortorella, we talked about with your dad on the last podcast for taking two questions and then telling everyone to be safe and leaving. He got fined for that. $25,000. <laughs> I think, how many podcasts do we do a year? I don't know. Like, like 30, 35-ish? I have no idea. I would say in about 10 of those, we talk about John Tortorella being fine. <laughs> okay, don't look at the sheets. Okay. I think you're going to over overblow this, but I'm going to ask you. All right. How much do you think John Tortorella has been fined in his coaching career? Oh, geez. Like 250000 Yeah, no, $162,000. I kind of think him back to different teams and instances. I knew there was that big fight between when he coached Vancouver oh, yeah. and Calgary. Right into the other dressing room or right out in front of the dressing room. Yeah, I couldn't remember how much he got fined for that. but uh, So I, 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 I bumped it. I overkilled it, so you're right. Um. Anyway, that's funny. Wow. I was really that's a lot of money, though. Oh, yeah. Can you that's, imagine if that money went to us? Dude, that's more money than I would make in, like, eight years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that would be pro if that money went to us. It'd if be you amazing. do something dumb, you have to give your money to a YouTuber. Heck yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. <clears throat> uh, Mike Green has announced his retirement from the NHL. Uh, are you surprised? Uh, no, he's Not he's really. Old. Um, 15 years in the league. He's been on the all-star selections twice, 360 points. Um, he was a fan favorite defenseman in Washington for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, 10 years with Washington. Um, in 2015, he left the Capitals to join the Red Wings in free agency. Um, and then in this year he was traded to Oilers, but he only played for two games. Yeah. And then he declined, I think, to come in for the play-ins. A very, very smart player. So, kind of intense way to go out. Yeah, unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Definitely not the way you, a player would want to go mm -hmm. out. I hope he gets involved with hockey, though, in some yeah, form or fashion. Totally. He's a really, really smart player. Totally. Uh, I've always really liked uh, Green. But, uh, yeah, that's tough. Mm -hmm. to go like that. Obviously not like... It's like out with a whimper and some people will... I mean, people... We've talked about this before. People have their reasons for not wanting to play while this is going on, depending on, you know, family right. or whatever. And there's just a lot of idiots online that will begrudge. Is that Selfish the word? People. Yeah, yeah. Like just, just they'll look at that and they'll they love say bad things about him. But the teardown culture. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the way he's going to go out and people will attack that. Yep. Um, but whatever. I don't think that of him. No. Fully respected decision. Um, Claude Julian is apparently feeling great. After getting that stent put in, and he will return to the Habs Man, next season. We talked about this last two podcasts. I, we thought he was done. I, I'm i genuinely surprised. Dude has it in his heart that he wants to coach. Doesn't I mean, need the money. Great. That's Yeah, it doesn't need the like, That's great, though, that he's you know he's feeling feeling great and stuff, and he wants to come back. But, so I've, um, I've got a couple of Claude Julian quotes if you want to hear them. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so um, the team put out says that he's feeling great, and if the Canadians had won game six, he would have returned to the bubble. Oh, wow. So he was ready to go. That's actually impressive. Yeah, so apparently, obviously, that he did, did not win game six. And they're out, yeah, yeah. So then Eric Engels on Twitter put out a couple quotes by Julian himself. And he said, in the middle of the night, I just woke up and I didn't feel right. There was chest pains there and it really felt like it was heartburn. I reached out to the trainer and we decided it was safer to go to the hospital. And they discovered I needed a stent. So that's just him talking about the mm. initial incident. And he said, this is comedy enough. And other NHL coaches have had stents inserted and still coached. I'm not the first and I won't be the last. <laughs> 
And he said, I had a scare, but I can come back at 100%. I mean, good that they caught it because if, you know, what if you hadn't woken up and it continued and continued Mm. and then boom, something big happens and then unfortunate. Speaking of getting stuff getting caught, this is a good time to insert a PSA that is completely unrelated. Okay. So yesterday, the dude who plays Black Panther died. He did. He died from colon cancer. So if you're a dude out there and you suspect you may have some issues, you need to go get checked and put your manhood aside and not worry about that crap. That's right. If you think you got something wrong. That's right. Get the finger. So, yeah. (laughs) Just man up. It's not not that big of a deal. I've been there once. I have not. (laughs) Not to get into that, but I mean, you take some crushed up crap, mix it in a drink and you drink it and then you literally pee out your butt for all night to clean you out <laughs> that's quite an experience i'll tell you that um it's but then when you actually go in for the thing it's it's not a big deal like it is what it is like sure it's, it's embarrassing but these doctors do that for their living they do not care about you like, like personally they, they like, just it's it's not a big deal no so if you suspect there's something going on it's way better than the alternative you having regret and your family having regret and then your family living without you exactly so if you I get, actually, sorry i i didn't know that he was Sick. Like I didn't. I don't think anybody did. And he was playing all these different roles and gaining weight and losing weight. So mad props. Absolutely. Like I, I was shocked. I was like, I didn't like. I knew the name at first, and then I saw the picture. I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. I was super blown away. I, I, do you remember his name? Chadwick. Uh, Chadwick. Uh, be something. I'm not good with names. Okay. Anyway, as soon as I read the name, I knew who it was, and I was like, yeah. what? And I clicked on, it and sure enough, there was his picture. So anyway, that's my PSA for now. All right, so uh, we talked about this on a podcast a long time ago where Arizona was illegally interviewing oh, geez, it was players ago. from yeah. yeah the Canadian Hockey League and doing testing on them when they weren't allowed to and they got caught. This was maybe before COVID, I think. Maybe this was way before COVID. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And anyway, there was a hearing on August 6th uh, with Gary Bettman that included testimony from representatives of the team and the league. And the Arizona Coyotes admitted that they were illegally testing people. Like, they didn't try to hide it. Like, they just came out and said, yeah, we did. We were doing physical testing on 2020 draft-eligible players prior to the combine, which is illegal. 2020 is just not really a good year in general, but 2020 <laughs> is really not a good year for the Arizona Coyotes. No, it's not. Goalie injuries. Taylor Hall probably leaving. The coaching or the GM uh, drama. The statements that were made after that. Uh, now this... <laughs> I feel bad for Coyotes fans and I, but I don't feel bad for the team. I don't feel bad for the owners. Yeah. Like screw you. Um, there was some talk online about whether certain individuals were going to get more punishment than others, because obviously, you know, maybe it was the GM pushing it. Maybe it was the coach. Right. Like, you know, so in Bettman put a quote out and said, as for club personnel who participated in or may have contributed to the club's violation of the policy, I have decided that no discipline shall be imposed on these individuals. <laughs> while I conclude that certain club personnel acted in a grossly negligent manner at best, which is conceded by the club, ultimately will conclude that the record does not establish to a standard which I am comfortable that those individuals engaged in intentional wrongdoing as opposed to grossly negligent behavior. If you understood anything I just said right there, you are amazing. Epic. Um, they, um, this is a pretty harsh penalty. So, you go ahead and read they it. can, they can, I didn't put this in my notes, but they, Normally, this penalty comes with a $250,000 fine to the team. 
Um, they did not get that fine because I don't know if they can afford to pay that fine. <laughs> You're not wrong. So, yeah. Um, they got nailed with their 2020 second round pick. So their, tw- their second round pick in this draft. And they also lost their lost their first round pick in next year's draft. That's a huge loss. That's, draft picks are big. Like that's your future. And the future is questionable in Arizona, unfortunately. Uh, I I feel really bad for Coyotes fans because they're the ones that suffer. I mean, oh, obviously, yeah. I mean, obviously uh, the team suffers, but the fans are the ones that the suffer. Fan, the fans had nothing to do with this. Had nothing to do with it, and they get punished for it. Mm. Ridiculous. All right, um, I have a couple notes about the the GM search in uh, Florida. So they don't have a GM yet at the time of us doing this. Um, but yeah, apparently, is. Larry Brooks of the New York Post Sports has reported that Eddie Olchuk has that's been amazing. interviewed. And um, that's actually that's I believe awesome. it was Darren Drager on TSN said that Florida's not the only one that's interested in Eddie O. Dude, Eddie O's elite. I'm a big fan of Eddie Olchuk. Yep. Um, but right now it is believed that the Panthers' biggest interest is in the former's, former Bruins and Oilers GM, Peter Shirelli, which I'm not a big fan of Peter Shirelli. <sighs> He's made some really questionable moves. He, I mean, he won a cup with Boston, but when he was fired slash left Boston... Um, their cap situation was a mess. Yes. Um, ditto for Oilers. Yes. And so he, he's not a very good cap man. Who gave the contract to Lucic? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if Florida hires him, they can expect Lucic to be traded there, maybe. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. Just don't like that at all. Okay, and then the last note I have for news stuff is, this is a broadcast update. So Dave Randorf... Um, who's on Sportsnet, you probably recognize his voice. If you've seen his face, you probably recognize his face too. Um, his contract's not getting renewed at Sportsnet, and this basically occurred because um, Chris Cuthbert got hired. Mm. And um, so Mark Hebsner, who has a podcast called Hebsy on Sports, um, he went into a little bit of a rant about it and just gives some context about it. So I'm going to read it real quick. It says, Dave Randorff did not have his contract renewed at Sportsnet. This is a guy who has 20 plus years of experience at the national level and was in line for promotion. So that's kind of intense. Exactly. A lot of companies um, do that. Uh, but when Sportsnet signed Chris Cuthbert a few months ago, the writing was on the wall for Randorf. I understand that it was Cuthbert who called Sportsnet and not the other way around. Apparently, he wanted out of TSN because his workload would have been severely reduced without CFL games, which is true because TSN doesn't have the rights mm-hmm. to the hockey in our National Hockey League. They right. have no CFL. There's literally nothing for him to do. He's not a young man. He's getting near the end of his career. He wants right. to call meaningful games. Which unfortunate because he was very good in the CFL mm-hmm. for calling those games. But he's, And he's also... I think a lot of people really enjoy his play-by-play I too. Do. So this is I I seen this as a good move. I really like mm. when they when they signed him. Uh, and then he says with Cuthbert and Randorf was the odd man out. And he says he also reached out to Brendan Brendan Dunlop, who is sport is sports and anchor, to confirm the status of the company. He couldn't. And then he says uh, he's going to be a free agent. And the last thing he signs out with is Sportsnet seems to push a dozen or so people off a cliff every year and their turnover rate is staggering. TSN does not treat its employees that it's way. true. And that is 100% true. And I wasn't going to read that last paragraph, but that last line I did want to read. We talked about it last week, didn't we? Yep. We talked about Doug, Doug McLean, Nick, Nick Kiprios. Um, who's the other guy that was the host? Oh. He works with Vegas now. Um, oh, yeah, right. Uh, Darren Millard. Darren Millard. Um, Bob McCowan. It, John like, Shannon. These are huge names. Like lots of lots of the industry vets. And I mean, it's not like they haven't brought on good people. No. Like Kevin Bieksa. I thought Kevin Bieksa has done amazing so far. Kevin Bieksa has done really well. But still. We even gave him his own segment in the podcast we last did. week. That's all I have for my notes. Um, if you want to update on the shelf, 
<laughs> I put RIP shelf in the last update. If you're an li audio listener, I apologize for this, but this is mainly for the YouTube people. So we had two shelves in the back. Uh, one of them fell uh, last week. There was just a piece of double-sided, like, that. we bought this, like, super heavy-duty, like, 30-pound tape. Yeah. And we knew that our shelves were only going to be holding... Like, hats and stuff. Like two very light pounds stuff. the most. Yeah. So and the shelves themselves were pretty light. Um, Thought we were okay. The shelf is over there, and it's, like, smashed up. This shelf here is now dipping on the left side, if you can see that. So... This is the last. This is the last episode that we will have shelves or a shelf in the background. Yeah. So we're gonna have to figure something out. But chances are next week is gonna be a pretty plain background because we're gonna have to take that shelf off before it crashes. Yeah. And we can't just have one shelf because it looks dumb, as you can see, having one shelf on one and nothing on the other. If you have any ideas, let us know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that uh, that's how it's going. We th we thought about maybe getting some bookcases or shelf or not shelving uh, like big bigger bookcases with shelves. Put, so stuff, put in stuff in them, maybe some lighting in there or something mm -hmm. like that. But uh, we understand that we kind of block most of the background anyway. Mm. I don't know. If you have any ideas, let us know. We'll uh, we'll listen. Within, within reason. This is a very small yeah, channel within. that does not do anything really. So it has a very limited budget. Within, how much uh, How much did you make last month? Uh, zero. Zero? Zero. I thought it was fourteen dollars. Oh well, yeah, you have to get to like a hundred before. No, we... but I mean, like, how much? What was I think the... since this channel started, it's at like twenty six dollars, something like that. Oh man, epic! So obviously, we don't care about the money. You can't like, even buy. Literally, a... don't care about it. <laughs> you couldn't even buy a replacement shelf. <laughs> no, like the shelves are like forty dollars each. Yeah. So like, yeah, if you have recommendations, be realistic because yeah, I'm not gonna go and spend a couple hundred dollars on stuff when that's a neg net negative. If we're if we're gonna spend a couple hundred dollars, it's likely gonna be on a new mixer or it's gonna be on. Technical related, not aesthetic related. Yeah, but uh, I did buy something actually that's aesthetic related. It wasn't expensive, but I'm not. I'm not sure if we should use it for my videos or your videos. Is this something you showed me already? I mean, I can. It's a hockey net. Oh yeah, you told me about that. So I don't know if a hockey net would totally. I would say try to fit it into your set, and if it doesn't work, mm -hmm. we can see what it looks like. I here. wanted something in my background where I could hang jerseys up in. So I thought if I had a hockey net with two jerseys, kind of like hanging like Kale does. Yep. I thought that may, might be kind of cool with two jersey racks on both sides, but I'm not sure if it's going to fit now that I've everything arranged in my my new room. So, Oh, do you have set up yet? Kind of? Not really? <laughs> kind of. I'll show you a new picture and we can, you can react. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not. It's early days. I mean, this is only day one. This is day one and it is a very. It's kind of not even thing. really day one. You're still not totally out of the other place yet. No. Um, So desk that way desk on the other side and i'm thinking rack net rack mm -hmm. very helpful for everyone that's watching and listening I don't right know. now just picture like a, a clothes rack or a jersey rack and then a net and then another one on the other side for symmetry but just i don't know you'll probably change it a bunch of times before you're happy with it yes but i do have a really good idea for the for the wall i have a project in mind i told jason about it earlier i'm not gonna tell you guys but it's kind of epic it's so epic that I might be able to make a video of me creating what it is. And it's not hard to make. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be hard to make. Um, so, and if it, if it, if I can do it and it works, it's going to look amazing. So I'm pretty pumped for that. Mm. But it's not going to happen anytime soon. It's going to be like a month from now at the earliest. Mm. So that's it, I think. I think we can wrap this one up. Um, obviously, the games of this week going on, we're not going to get into those right now. Um, there's games, there's actually a game happening right now as we speak. A game already over today that neither of us have watched. Yeah, we the know Boston score, game. Yeah, but uh, 
Tampa's up 3-1 on your team. How do you feel about that? Um, not good. I wear this hat because this could be the last time I wear this hat. Oh, we can wear your Dallas hat? Yep. Well, what if Dallas gets knocked out? Doesn't matter. I always wear that hat. <laughs> I wear this hat for the sport of the troops. When did you get that hat anyways? I don't know. This, this hat's pretty old now. Is it? Yep. Oh. I just wear the Dallas hat a lot because shout out to Fro. I like that hat. Heck yeah. All right. Well, that kind of wraps it up. Uh, anything else left to say? No, it's just been a weird week. Like I said, Neil moved. I've been sick for three days. Just... Yeah, yeah, very strange week. Uh, next week is also a bit of a weird week for me because I don't have any internet until Thursday at the earliest. I have furniture being delivered on Monday. Uh, internet yeah. people coming on Thursday, yeah. So I have no internet on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and most of Thursday, which means no new videos are going to get... I mean, there's already videos scheduled for all of those days. So you're going to see content on the production channel, but... I can't respond to comments as quickly as I could before, only on my phone. When I'm on my phone, I won't be as interactive on social media just in general. So if you emailed me or you're trying to reach out to me, expect a delay, basically, mm. <laughs> is, what, is what I'm saying until Thursday. And then, uh, yeah, the videos will start to come out probably on Friday with a new background, which will be a work in progress. So I appreciate your patience <laughs> if you if you like aesthetic backgrounds. But... Yeah, thanks, Jason, for doing all the notes this week. I really appreciate it. And uh, thanks, guys, for listening watching, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on iTunes. We really appreciate you. If you are listening on iTunes, we'd love it if you could leave us a review. I think we're up to like 35 reviews, so we'd like to get a couple more in. And uh, if you want to have some hockey conversations, join our Discord. I think the link is down below in the description. Yep. And if you really want to have some fun... Oh, snap. Join us, <laughs> join us Friday... This coming Friday and every Friday afterwards for a live stream. We are going to start this as a tradition. We will live stream on YouTube for a roughly an hour. We're going to look at some Jersey concepts or talk hockey or both. After that, we jump over to Twitch and we play marbles or marbles on stream. And there is a leaderboard and that leaderboard will go until the end of September. And then the prize will be handed out. So if you want to get in on a, on a prize, which is a Discord role, which is only given to a person usually once a year mm -hmm. it's the hardest role to get i don't have it jason doesn't 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 even have any made the damn thing there's two people got it in two years two people got it in two years so uh the winner after a month gets uh gets that and it's a, it's a fun game like it's a stupid game you watch a marble roll down a thing but everyone gets to play and uh you just hang out fun. and chat and say you do yeah and there's also a physical prize as well i don't know i'm not sure exactly what it's going to be yet it's either going to be a t-shirt a hat or like a jersey hockey card or something like that so yeah, we'd love it if you could join over on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash post to posts or follow me personally over on the my YouTube channel called Post to Post Productions. Otherwise, I would love it if you could subscribe to this uh, channel, Post to Post Podcast on YouTube. Hope you guys have an awesome day. I hope that uh, you're excited for more hockey because round two is surprisingly coming to an end. Mm. It feels it feels out quickly, even though with the delay, obviously, with a couple of days, yep. it feels like it's like what's going on? This could be an elimination game soon, yep. which is very strange. So hope you guys are excited. And, uh, Oh, that's the other thing. I won't be watching any hockey this week <laughs> because I got no internet or TV. So guys, keep me informed. You, I, I'm, I need help this week. Keep me informed on, on social media. I'll do the best I can to be on there, but thanks guys for watching. Appreciate it. And we will catch you in the next podcast next week. Adios. Okay. Let's, let's do an update. Update. Neil's looking like that. He's not going to be here next week. I'm going to be in PEI. I so, apologize. I forgot. So no podcast next week? Uh, prob No. No podcast next week. <laughs>
But there, Dad and I will be filming videos, but no podcast. There's mail time coming for sure, and there's going to be some other things. No podcast. Apologies. This has been a professional podcast brought to you by Jason and Neil. See you guys in two weeks. Peace. Epic. Epic. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>